You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. My name is Jeff. And I'm Mark. And uh, each and every other week we play a free-to-play game and review it. And on these off weeks, we try to do something a little different. But uh, both Mark and I uh, could not come up with anything really that we wanted to do. So uh, this is going to be off-the-cuff you maybe you want to skip this episode. Maybe you should just archive it and move on. <laughs> we love our listeners. Skip this episode. Yeah. I, well, I I cherish your time, and this will probably be a waste of it. But what uh, we're going to talk about today is the next next generation. We are just week uh, about a week or two away from the release of the Xbox Series S slash X and the PS Five. The next generation will be upon us before the end of the year so what does the next next generation look like we're going to wildly speculate um we'll save this podcast and however many years down the road maybe we'll revisit it and see who was right i imagine it'll be me (laughs) who uh okay well then so let let's split it up uh you you take the ps5 or the ps6 I should say, and and I will, of course, uh, the Xbox series, whatever. 
Okay. You want me to go first? Sure. Yeah. Just so we, we, let's spitball. Let's All right. let's pitch our uh, PlayStation Six ideas to Sony. So uh, I imagine that the next generation of PlayStation hardware won't be much hardware at all. Uh, it'll be hey, you pay Sony a flat fee you know, however much that is. And they have the ability to give you a set amount of cloud space, uh, storage, cloud storage space, and everything streaming. Um, There is no physical media. There is no physical hardware. Um, And uh, I imagine that this plays into probably some hardware that... Uh, Sony comes up with that is built into, say, their TVs or um, yeah, their uh, some some sort of hardware that you already have or are will purchase in the next five to ten years. So I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you there, but that's okay because. What you've described is Stadia, and it sucks. Yeah, nobody, no, but one, one, nobody, nobody's touched that. All right, um, because it's a bad idea to well, deliver all of your gaming over streaming. Yeah, that's a bad. That the issue is going to be input latency. Yeah, but can we really speculate on? I mean, this whole podcast is speculation, but. Uh, can can we really definitively say that streaming capabilities ten years from now will not be so much improved that Sony or Microsoft would not even bother to put all of their hardware and software uh, capabilities in the cloud? Okay. So you're saying that the streaming tech isn't there yet, but it will be by the next generation. I got I, I hope so. Uh, I mean, I, I, feel, I feel like... Why, that, though? I feel like that's Why the, the next evolution in gaming. Okay. So I, I, this will be my pitch for the next Xbox. Now, the first thing we have to do is name this machine because Xbox, unlike PlayStation... Look, here I am going to give PlayStation some points. Their naming convention is the best. One, two, three, four, five, and probably six at some point, right? <laughs> you, you say that, and then Sony, 10 years from now, is going to call it like the Sony cloud machine or some crap like that. Well, they already have that. It's xCloud. They, listen, all the things you described, Xbox is already doing, right? Not from a hardware standpoint. What do you mean? I'm talking. I'm talking about just the ability... To uh, built-in tech, to an, a piece of mach- um, uh, electronic machinery that you like a phone currently own, yeah, like a phone, like your phone. So you're saying maybe you could stream games to your phone? No, because I already know you can do that. Um, oh, that's right, you can do that. Right, but it's not the same. Um, I'm talking about a tech that doesn't. It's already built in. Like, say you go buy a Sony TV. 
Okay. The Sony whatever TV. Bravia whatever. Yeah, right. seven, seven years from now. I anticipate Sony will then start producing televisions um, that will have the hardware built into them to where you do not need a physical console. So you're not saying that you would stream them. My window's open, by the way, if you can hear traffic going. Um, But you would install it to your TV? Yeah, the the TV would already come pre-hardware. So, like Chromecast Ultra, uh, which Stadia does. But... But better, obviously better. It's because no, okay. nobody nobody messes with that. Nobody messes with Stadia. I'd be interested to see how streaming technology could get there. Because I've used xCloud, and it works pretty well. Except for when you're playing twitchy first-person shooters. It's useless. But when you're playing... Uh, I played some platformers. I played some puzzle games, and it works great for that sort of thing. But as soon as I load up Doom, it's... N- it's playable, but boy, is it borderline. It, it's rough because that half a millisecond of delay is enough to throw you off. And the way technology works, at least currently, um, you're still going to have as fast as internet is getting, your ping times are not getting any faster. And those ping times are what you're, is going to cause your latency on your controller inputs. So you press a button, it takes... 22 milliseconds or whatever to get where it's going. And then for them to send the response back via your streaming. So at the very least, you're looking at a round trip of like 44 milliseconds on a really good connection. Now, there's no way currently to get around that. And it doesn't have to do with how many megabits per second you're getting. Because that doesn't speed up your ping times. It only allows you to download more at the same time. I'm in the industry. I know how it works. <laughs> All right, Not to boast, but I know how the internet works a little bit. So, okay, I'll, I'll just, hey, that's a great pipe dream. I personally, it sounds like a dark days. I don't want that. Okay. I, I like having everything play locally and having the cloud as an option is really nice. Um, but until that latency can be shrunk down, let's also include the latency between your controller and your screen, right? There's already latency there and you're tacking on 44 milliseconds, 50, 70, 80 milliseconds more realistically from your button impresses, your button presses, depending on where the server is that you're streaming, excuse me, depending on where the server is that you're streaming to and from. Anyway, Wait I hear you. I still think we'll have hardware. So, like, so I, I liken this idea to um, much how computer computer hardware um, evolved in the mid two thousands from having a tower uh, and a screen to having mm-hmm. all in one desktop computers, and you know. To me, I just think that this evolution is is kind of inevitable uh, where, you know, manufacturers 
And who knows, you know, in the next 10 years where a company like Amazon, um, who has just recently dabbled into the streaming video game realm, you know, uh, maybe it's not Sony. Maybe it's maybe it's some third party company that starts uh, trying to manufacture all of their parts in one machine. Um, but I just think Sony's set up to do it better than anybody else is because they already have the, the television tech, you know, they're known for their, their TVs. Um, and so if they, if they wanted to, I feel like they're the best, they're the best company out there, best electronic company out there that could try it and have it succeed. Okay. Well, I'll disagree again because, and the main thing is, is that Google's trying this. Google has Android televisions, um, and Chromecast. You just need to buy a Chromecast, which are like fifty to a hundred dollars of hardware. Then you can play on any TV you want. So it that is a far-reaching. Like you went further than I could have thought as far as the PS6 goes. The PS6 will be a TV. And it will stream all your content is what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, right. Exactly. That, that's exactly what I'm envisioning is that you purchase the TV. It's already got the hardware inst- built into the television and Sony will stream all of its software. And they'll have their own, <sighs> they'll, they'll have their own um, UI uh, built into the TV to where... You do everything from the the PlayStation, essentially, home screen. Okay. Well, Mark, you make it easy for me, you know? Like, I wonder who's going to win, you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> and when push comes to shove, it's always going to be me, I guess. So, uh, here's what I think the future of Xbox looks like. And I don't think it looks much different than what we're getting now. I think Xbox has, and 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 you you believe that PlayStation or slash Sony is uh, in a best position going forward. I think Microsoft to put themselves in a best position moving forward because they've rebranded Xbox from being a video game console to being a gaming brand. And it doesn't have to do with a piece of hardware with a physical Xbox in your home, similar to what you're saying, but rather what devices you already have, be it a PC or a phone, you can uh, use Xbox Game Pass. And I, I imagine they actually have an Xbox store already, I believe, where on your PlayStation or excuse me, your um, your PC, you can buy software from Microsoft, download it and play it. Um so I don't know that there will be another generation for Xbox. I think they will continue to improve that hardware. So yeah, we have a Series X. It would not surprise me if we get a Series 2X and then a Series X3 and a Series X Ultra and a Series X8K or whatever. And they just kind of keep the ecosystem they currently have and just allow that hardware to upgrade or there's still the streaming option, which they are, despite what you were saying to me, have the lead. In. They are taking the right approach. They see streaming not as your primary gaming function, but as a supplementary one. 
somewhere where like yesterday I was in bed and wanted to play some Xbox. I pulled my phone out and I was playing a little Xbox. It's not ideal way to play, but if you're in the other, like in the bedroom or on a trip, you have it there. So I think what you've been describing Xbox is kind of already moving in that direction with the exception of having it in pre-installed on a TV, which I don't think is that big of a deal because most people aren't going to want to buy a TV for a gaming system. Whereas you can buy now things like the Amazon Fire Stick or the Chromecast, which already exist and they're, you know, 50 to a hundred dollars. There's nothing to keep Microsoft from giving you a little HDMI stick, uh, you know, called the Xbox stick and you just plug it into your TV and now you're streaming to your TV that could happen this generation. Um, so I, I, I do see generations kind of as a whole, maybe slowing down, uh, because I, I think that Microsoft has the right idea where essentially the lines are already kind of being blurred between Xbox one and Xbox series because the UI on my Xbox one is already been updated to the UI that's going to be on the Series X. And all of my library is going to be there. All of it, with the exception of Connect games, which nobody likes anyway. Yeah. So I really think we're kind of... What you're describing, I think Microsoft is already ready to do with a few differences. Uh, and it seems like they still want to produce hardware for people who want to get into Xbox but don't want to build a computer or something like that. Well, so I, I hear you with the the streaming stick that, you know, theoretically Microsoft could come out with in the next three to five years and you theoretically stream everything to the stick. But that doesn't improve on, gra- you know, graphics, uh, you know. Well, that's what streaming is, though. So streaming is, you, you don't need your graphics to be, to stream a game, you don't need a graphically intensive device. All that processing is done on the back end and then stream to you. So that's what Stadia was trying to pitch. Hey, you don't need to upgrade your hardware anymore. We upgrade our hardware. So when the next generation comes around, you don't have to upgrade anything. You already have the best graphics and we just stream it to you. So, because I don't know. I don't know anything about anything when it comes to, you know, like the hardware aspect of, uh, you know, an 8K television right. as opposed to a 4K television. I don't know the, the hardware specifics. Um, I just know that, hey, the you know, the TV in Best Buy that's, you know, $1,500 claims to be 8K compatible. Um, right. However, what so what you're saying to me is that those this idea of streaming and you not having to have an 8K television, but no, I did not say that. <laughs> but 8K, but 8K graphics can come to me via streaming. Um, not yet. The technology is so 8K really isn't even a thing really yet. Not yet. Right. Um, nobody is offering it in any significant way. My understanding is that this next generation of gaming will offer some sort of 8K experience, but it's really, it's a really, really young technology. And so you would still need to upgrade 
your TV to do 8K, right? Because the physical limitation of 4K and 8K is on your TV. Right. You can't stream 4K on a 1080p TV. Right. So that's so that that that's where my evolution of what Sony's going to offer 10 years in the future comes in is that their hardware is already pre-installed on the latest and greatest device, the 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 output device. Right. Um I I'm where I think Microsoft g- could go is, you know, um, honestly, I don't know how it would differ than, than Sony, um, like 10 years from now. Streaming, Microsoft is obviously going the streaming route. Um, you know, they've made that known. This, Yeah, I don't think it's their end game, though. I don't think their end game is to eliminate hardware. <sighs> Yeah, but... I think their end game is to supply people with access to the Xbox ecosystem with as much versatility as possible. I, I'm interested. I'm 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 heavily interested in seeing where how the conflict of their streaming service comes in with their hardware sales. Um, you know because. You don't need a, a, a Series X to have a Game Pass subscription and play on your phone, mm-hmm. correct? I mean, that, right, right. So, that, as far as I know, you you just need a Microsoft account and and a Game Pass subscription, right? So, I'm interested to see mm-hmm. where in this c- upcoming current generation, over the next five years, if Microsoft's physical consoles sales take a hit. But their streaming subscription uh, numbers go up. Um, and I think that Xbox's intention is is they're not solely relying on you buying a piece of their hardware, though. Because if they can get you in the ecosystem on a gaming PC that you have, uh, because don't forget, Game Pass covers your PC. So right now, I have my Game Pass subscription, my Xbox Live Ult- Ultimate. It gives me games I can play on my phone. It gives me games I can play on my Xbox. And it gives me games I can play on my PC for $15 a month. Right. So, I mean, I again, I think they just want you in their ecosystem. Now, I think they'd be happy if you bought a device. However, they take a loss on those, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Sony, same way. It's, I'm not trying to draw a line there. Both of them are going to be taking losses on this hardware, but the intention is to get you into the ecosystem, get you spending money so that they can get those licensing fees and all that stuff. Um, so that's the thing. Um, your idea of the future is very uh, one track. Like it's going to be streaming. Now, have you played any games streaming? Uh, like in the current, because I, I think that I might think be so. part of where the breakdown is. Is I think in order to really understand that streaming is not the future, at least as the way the technology lies now, is to try it because it's cool, it's impressive, but it does not replace having the game played locally on a device that latency even though i'm talking about milliseconds is huge when it comes to gaming especially competitive gaming yeah but we're you're in i mean 
you're just, I guess, assuming that that will not improve in the next 10 years. So, and what I'm basing that on is my understanding of the technology of the internet and how... Uh, but how it's situated right are now. Delivered. Even on a fiber connection, which most of us do not have, right. you're still looking at a 22 millisecond up and down. That's about as good as it gets. Right now. Over fiber, over the latest possible technology that is not currently being delivered to homes. Right. Right? So, I mean, some people do have it delivered to homes, but a lot of it's hybrid. And... Uh, fiber optic is the speed of light, right? <laughs> so um, that's why it's considered the fastest, but you're still looking at milliseconds of time. You're still adding to that latency. Uh, when you press something on your controller and something happens on screen. And in my opinion, based on what I know of technology, you're still going to always Almost always. I, I can't see the future. Who knows what kind of alien will come down and bless us with some sort of better technology. But from what we have now, you will always have a better experience playing a game locally on a piece of hardware. Right. And I'm not, I don't disagree with you there. I'm just, I'm thinking that Sony's going to eventually realize that Microsoft has the upper hand in the streaming realm. And they're going to want to go one step further. Uh, I mean, that's how this works. Uh, both companies piggyback off of each other and try to one-up each other. Um, and I think that Sony is going to realize that um, Microsoft's kind of moving away from the physical console experience. And move into a, hey, we want to offer you the total package, the latest and greatest um, uh, output of, uh, you know, hardware all in one, while also giving you streaming capabilities. Um, and I just, I think that's, in my mind, uh, that that would have to be the the next, the next big thing. Um, that would, that would have to be a route one of these companies go. And, you know, my, Microsoft doesn't necessarily need console sales. Sony, I believe, absolutely needs console sales. Um, I definitely, they and, have not diversified themselves in any way Right. to, you can't buy a PlayStation game on another platform. Right. So in my in my mind i'm thinking you know sony and we're going to i'm going to dive into the 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 business aspect of this real quick but sony's taken a big hit uh as a as a company as a whole mm -hmm. um playstation is like the only thing that makes money for them right because because of the state of of film right now um this whole year sony has taken a huge loss in and uh, and the revenue department because of film being shut down, and so mm -hmm. I, I really think that Sony's going to have to push the envelope in some way in the next two to three years and try something new and try something different in order to either recoup or start a new 
a new revenue stream. And I mean, maybe it's not streaming. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's something completely different. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think they make cell phones anymore, but um, they do. uh, But nobody buys them. (laughs) Right. Nobody buys them. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, they tried that with 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 getting into the cell phone market and it hasn't really worked out, you know. So I don't know. I I, I think it's it's a it's a fascinating topic is because. You know, it's it. You have these grand ideas, and but how how do they how do they develop it? How how does how does Microsoft evolve on their streaming platform from where, what it is going to be in the next two years to what it's going to be in the next ten years? Yeah. So currently, their streaming platform is done two ways, right? You uh you have Game Pass and you stream Game Pass to your phone. Um, that's the only way I know if you can stream now. I think that'll change soon. You'll be able to stream to. Uh, PCs, and then I, I imagine sometime, like you said, in the next two to five years, they're going to be allowing you to stream to like a Roku even, you know, um, because I think that makes too much sense for them to do that. Uh, now, what, and I think Xbox going forward is just going to kind of do, kind of keep doing what they're doing because they're already kind of ahead of the game. Uh and and they want to make Xbox a brand, so I I guess in a, in a lot of ways maybe you win because your idea is more different and inventive. To me, I'm like Xbox is already doing what they need to do because they have diversified. They are not they're not going to live and die by the sales of the Xbox Series. Right. You know they they are going to live and die by Game Pass subscriptions and um. Yeah, no, you know, expanding, and I think into. I I, th- I think that you know, Microsoft's obviously done their homework on what the future is as far as subscription service. Um, you know, you you look at all of the stre- the film streaming platforms out there, and Netflix is a multi billion dollar company because of their subscription service. Um, you know, they, they know that if they pump out content, people will pay the now almost $20 for their premium service. Um, and I think that's where Microsoft realizes that Microsoft's done. I mean, they've got smart people running, running their, their house. And so, um, they know that if acquiring all of these developers, um, and then putting all of their, all of their titles or most of their titles on their subscription service. That's just going to get people to sign up for the subscription service and they're going to make money hand over fist. Um, and, you know, Sony's going to have to figure out how they can incorporate that, but also figure out how to, how to drive uh, electronic sales is because Sony's an electronic company, you know, Microsoft's this kind of, this brand that offers you a whole lot of different crap. Um, and Sony's more, you know, Hey, we have these very specific revenue streams. The term you're looking for is myopic. They're very myopic. Yeah. uh, But it's, it's more than just, Hey, we offer you these very concise options. That's a nice way to put it. 
I think I, they, they're going to have to figure out how to become more, less rigid in their structure and figure out how to get more people to buy into their, their service. Right. Because I think in a lot of ways, the slate's clean now. So a lot of the reason I think that PlayStation won the last generation is just the way that it was mishandled by Microsoft. Like just the whole thing with drm and i that's the other thing that i think we need to talk about with streaming is that you don't own anything when you stream if i were to buy a game on stadia and they decide which could happen and because it's not doing well in six to eight months to shut it down then my purchase is void my purchase is gone i can't play that game i don't have an older like i have an old sega genesis I can still put my cartridge in and play the game. I still own it. Whereas when you don't have anything locally stored, you you don't own it. You're renting a piece of data off in the cloud. So and and I think uh, gamers have shown they don't want that. They don't want always on games where you always have to be connected to the internet. Which with streaming you'd have to be. Well, so um, they don't. What what is, I mean like so if the so if. Uh... You know, so Microsoft said, "Well, no, I can't. I can't use Microsoft as an example." But um, I imagine if Sony, if Sony went this route, um, and you know, you ne- you never had physical media, I would imagine the the price of games goes down. Um, you, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I that's that's. I mean that 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 only makes sense. Um, I mean, right? But it's not what that. It might make sense from a consumer standpoint, but it. Um, history tells us that that's not true. That, I mean, it might be true that they're saving money, but that savings will not be passed along to the consumer. And you can see that already. We're moving into a generation where um, hard copy sales have dwindled to almost nil. Everything's being purchased digitally already, being yeah. delivered digitally, being stored on hardware that the consumer has purchased, and the price has gone up $10. So I, I think maybe you could say those streaming services or those subscription services, you can look at that. But as far as like paying outright for a game, that what we've seen already tells us is probably not going to happen. Uh, right. I agree. I agree with that. That's uh, um, I. I don't know. I don't know how 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 Sony would figure that out. Um, you know. Neither do they. <laughs> but I imagine ten years from now when when the the generation of gaming that we're talking about right now is taking place. So that conversation would have had to have happened somewhere. Um, well, it depends on if they lose or not. If, if hardware sales don't go where they want it to go, if Sony is moving more pieces of hardware or more importantly, more pieces of software, then they'll definitely need to look at that. It, but if, if Sony keeps trucking along and it, and it sells more hardware than Sony or Microsoft, and it sells more games uh, than Microsoft does. Then I don't see them trying to innovate in any way. They'll just stay the course. Um, yeah. But I- if they start to lag behind, then they'll definitely have to look at what they can do differently. I mean, you can look at the Wii and how it sold like gangbusters, and Sony and Microsoft struggled to make a motion control system that has now, you know, is passe. No one uses it. We mentioned the Connect games. 
you can't play them on Xbox Series X and who's ever used the PlayStation Move, uh, you know, so it's best to be in front than behind. And I think it seems like we're talking about this, at least me, I'm really excited about this generation that's coming because it feels like it's going to be the way it is going forward. I don't know exactly how Microsoft can innovate on what they're already doing because they're trying to get themselves in front of you as much as possible. Yeah, um, I I think... And I'm, I'm, here's the other I'm, thing, Mark. Real quick. Okay. You don't have an Xbox, right? No, I do. You do? You have an Xbox One? Yeah. Okay. Let's say... Okay, Elliot does not have an Xbox, right? Friend of the show. Elliot. But he owns a PC so he can actually access Xbox. Right. And I think that's why Microsoft is going to be in the lead. And I think that's, Dave, like you said, done their homework. Yeah. They're ready. I think it's going to be interesting. They've taken two completely different uh, paths. I think... For the first time in a long time, the primary consoles are so different that maybe you do want to go ahead and get them both. Because for a long time, it's been you get a Nintendo, whatever Nintendo's doing, and you get one of the two big ones. Yeah. But now it's like, well, Sony and Microsoft are doing so much different that, hmm. Well, I'm assuming that Sony loses the revenue race this generation or this upcoming generation. Um, but they'll probably win the the hardware. Uh, I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, and so they'll they'll realize that and go, well, wait a minute. Microsoft out out moneyed us. You know, they made more money than we did, but we sold more consoles, and so they'll realize that maybe maybe physical hardware is not the future. <clears throat> moving moving yeah, into and, the next. Yeah, and again, we need to say, hey. They, when every time they sell a console, they lose hundreds of dollars, yeah. and they hope to make that up on the software sales end. Where Microsoft is saying, "Hey, you get Game Pass, you can stream to your phone and use the PC you already have." They don't lose any money on hardware sales, and I, I, I just, yeah, I think it's genius. <laughs> I think they've, I think they, they predicted the market in a way that Nintendo can sometimes do like with the motion control and the switch being what it is. Um, You know, I, I've been playing, I don't play my switch in bed. I play X cloud now, you know, because it's got all my achievements there. Like I can work towards achievements while I'm getting ready for bed or uh, it's a great time to be an Xbox owner. (laughs) So uh, I think, I, I think what you said about each Gaming manufacturer, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, doing something completely different this current, upcoming current generation. I think that's right. They hit you the nail on the head. Um, I'm interested to see. Now, Nintendo, you know, they kind of diversified themselves and went in a completely different, you know, direction two years ago. Um, And I'm interested to see how they, you know, being the kind of the outside party looking in go, hmm. How can, how can we improve on this while doing something different? Yeah, um, I don't think they care, and I think they've shown that they don't care what Sony and Microsoft do. No, but I think that 
they gave up on that when the GameCube lost that generation and came in third. Yeah. I think they kind of said, and, you know, with the Wii, not so much the Wii U, um, but then the Switch, they said, we just need to do something that these other ones aren't doing. So, and the only reason I think maybe they do care what Sony and Microsoft is doing is to do something completely different. So I don't see them getting in the streaming game at all. I think all of their stuff will continue to be, they've shown themselves to be the, I think you'll be buying physical media in stores for Nintendo stuff for a long time because people like to collect it and they just seem to be okay with that. The year will be 2187 and you'll still be buying cartridges from Nintendo. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll be the small, smallest thing you've ever seen. (laughs) So I think maybe I'll just, uh, I'll I'll retitle this episode, uh, the future of gaming with streaming or something, because who knows, man, you know, we're speculating and maybe streaming technology could get to that point. I personally, as someone who works in the industry of internet delivery, don't see it happening in the near future. Um, but Hey, like I said, if, if an alien came down and gave us faster than light data transmission, then, um, great <laughs> but, no, I, I, uh, I don't i don't know i don't know the ins and outs like you do behind that so you know i take i take yeah. your word that there's maybe maybe streaming doesn't get better than what it is right now um, so i'll explain what i'm basing that on real quick this will be the last thing is that when you so you have your internet connection at home you're probably getting about 100 megabits per second give or take right yeah um so if you have 100 megabits per second. The time it takes for me to send you a one megabit file is going to be the same on a 10 megabit per second speed, right? It doesn't actually make that travel time any faster. But what it does is if I send you a 100 megabyte file, it'll get there in a second, right? But if I send you a 100 megabyte file over a 10 meg one, it'll take 10 times as long because it's got to send it multiple times to break it down and and send it through a smaller pipe. So when you talk about speeds of internet, what they're really describing to you is how big your pipe is. So think if you're looking down to how big my pipe is. Well, we'll get into that when we record our ad. But (laughs) when you have... um, think of a well and you drop a penny down a well, the time it takes for that penny to hit the bottom of the well is going to be the same, no matter how wide that well is. Right. Right. And that's what I'm saying. The, the data that's transmitted when you press a button and it goes to Microsoft and comes back is so small that it doesn't matter how fast your, or how wide your bandwidth is. What matters is how fast it gets there. And that's that ping time. And, Right now, even over the fastest delivery methods, you're still looking at 22 milliseconds, uh, 44 round trip, just kind of on the fastest end of that. So as technology stands right now, I don't see a way to eliminate that. I'm by no means an expert. Maybe someone knows how, but from my understanding, that's not going away anytime soon. And until that does... I don't think you can do away with my main complaint about game streaming, and that is lag latency. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Well, you can let us know what you think about the next next generation or gaming streaming or what console you're going to buy or who you think is going to win. You can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash budget arcade. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's at budget arcade. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash budget arcade. You can become a patron and join our Patreon private channel and uh, pester us like Nomic does or Nomic. Um, what else is there? I don't know. Uh, uh, hockeygaming.com slash budget hyphen arcade. Use promo code ButtBiscuits for a t-shirt. <sighs> I don't know. Oh, our music's by Stimage. There's that. Uh, you can check out his music at metroidmetal.com. Anything else to say, Mark? No, this is a good episode. I, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, good. Well, for us throwing something together, uh, not bad. Not bad at all. So, we'll see you next week. Game on. Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.